coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 151. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews from Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? Nauseated. Nauseated? Oh, my gosh. I have been watching the hearings that are going on on television. They're being televised from the Congressional Judiciary Committee, or Judicial Committee, of Acting Attorney General Matt Whitaker. And I am saying acting. He was put in place, much to the despair of the Democrats in Congress, after Jeff Sessions left. Okay? okay. That was sometime after the election, but before, like, Thanksgiving. Right. Okay? He is probably going to be in office to, like, Thursday of this week. It's going to be a little Valentine's Day, you know, out the door thing. Massacre? <laughs> I only wish I was in D.C. for happy hour today with this guy. Yeah. Because he is going to be laying one on after this gets done. I mean, they have been mad. Everybody's accusing everybody of everything. Um, and it's really coming a little bit from both sides of the aisle. But you know what is most disturbing is... These people are uncivil. We are electing people on both sides that are absolutely uncivil. We've seen the same thing here in Canada as well. I I, I just, did they not have anyone to teach them manners? I honestly, I I don't know. I mean, it's just like trying to understand Trump derangement syndrome or... Um, liberal mental illness, as they call it here in Canada now, it's 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 hard to like wrap your mind around things. It really is, and you know, we the people are being deceived by both parties. I I am just talking right now today as a citizen. I'm talking with no agenda, not Trump's, you know, or the Republicans or anybody. Not even the independents, but we the people have got to put a stop to this nonsense. Somehow, some way, we got to get rid of these career people. Career politicians? Exactly. Now, oddly enough, you know, so much has gone on that we've been trying to talk about this book by Jason Chaffetz for several months now. And, you know, sometimes things just happen for a reason. And we have planned on talking about it this week. We're talking about it today. And I don't think there could be a day when it is more relevant. The name of the book is The Deep State, How an Army of Bureaucrats Protracted Barack Obama and is now working to destroy Donald Trump. Now, Jason Chaffetz was the former chairman of the House Oversight Committee. So he knows, okay? He's the guy that could subpoena uh, pretty much anybody. Oh, interesting. Now, a lot of his subpoenas were defied. I mean, these people just didn't show up. And then the DOJ would not hold them accountable. 
Wow. So basically what you've had, and I'd like to say that stopped with Barack Obama's DOJ office, but it did not. Okay, even after Jeff Sessions was in office, okay, you saw nothing happening. Right. And Jason Chaffetz quit. He quit and, uh, you know, USA Today called his book a conspiracy theory. Now, we've laughed and joked <laughs> a lot before about how that's, just another one of those things like they say, oh, you're a racist or exactly. oh, you're, a fe- you're a sexist or you're a misogynist or you're a blackface or whatever. You did the blackface or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. You know, conspiracy theory is just one of those things that they say to punch you in the gut because those things take our breath away. Now, when you have a lot of detailed direct, verifiable knowledge, like Jason Chaffetz does, I don't know how you can call it conspiracy theory, especially if you are a major news organization in the United States of America. Yeah, definitely. That is just despicable. Now, I do want to tell you, or I do want to talk about what is the deep state? Because we started writing about the deep state um, when we first started the Right Left Chronicles. Right. I said, and I, I believe you said too, the deep state is not only career employees within the government, but it's also career politicians. Those guys that get in there, they enjoy the status quo. Yeah, exactly. They are on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, they're not they're, suggesting that they're only Democrats. They're they're not for the people. They're for their own pockets. Exactly. Now yeah. it, it's a it amazes me how many people actually don't believe in that. And and I usually say one thing: Would you rather trust a billionaire that becomes a politician, or a politician that becomes a billionaire? Excellent. And that usually puts it into some perspective, makes them think. It about is, it. and I and I think for a long time that that concept of deep state seemed so um, deep throat like, you know, back in what are it? Right, right. Spy okay. stuff. But, yeah. Now, <laughs> according to the Google Dictionary, the deep state is a body of people, typically influential members of government agencies or the military believed to be involved in the secret manipulation or control of government policy. Right. Now, Jason Chaffetz, in his book, really basically takes on those career employees. He really doesn't see it, um, or he definitely doesn't include it in his book, the fact that there are a lot of politicians like that. And there are a lot of politicians um that are sort of misrepresenting even their party. You know, uh, those are rhinos. Uh, I hear a lot of people call them rhinos, and I think first when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's just angry people. Somebody's done something they don't like. But no, a rhino is definitely, I think, part of the deep state. Right. Because, for example, Rhino is a Republican in name only. There's probably Dinos, too. Democrat in name only. 
Right. Um, we hear more about the rhinos, but a lot of them are getting their pockets padded. And so the status quo works better. And you go, well, they can't directly take money. Well, we've talked about in other episodes um, about how they can arrange for money to go into the pockets of their wives, their children, someone close to them, and that money can be transferred back to them. Right. You know, and there's a couple of rhinos that definitely, I, I don't think anybody's seen where they actually got money, but they definitely seem to go against their own party a lot. Yeah, and I think that has to be scrutinized a lot more. Like, politicians' income should be very, very scrutinized, as well as political and that, parties. As their, and their families. You've got to watch their families. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, and I, and I understand that's uncomfortable because, you know, your family doesn't want to be put through that. But, you know, when you run for office, it's basically your family anyway. So you, you need to make, you know, you need to make sure that it's a group effort. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times they use these charity foundations like the Clinton Foundation, the Trudeau Foundation. And that's just like a, a holding container for bribe money. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, as they're ripping away at Trump, you know, at every possible juncture of the government, they're, they're, they're ripping away at his children, him, um, everybody that ever worked for his campaign. I mean, they have to have people must be scared to death to work for his campaign yeah, because no, you don't no. know if the FBI is going to show up with 29 cars or 29 people and machine guns. Yeah, exactly. Just because you had a relationship with him. So, you know, this is far reaching. You know, Wikipedia calls the deep state a controversial belief. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, How could yeah. you still say that? Maybe prior to 2016, oh, you know, we not, could no. sort of, you know, but even that. Yeah, then but we're, we're especially stretching Especially since 2016, give me a break. You need to shut down Wikipedia if you think it's controversial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so according to Jason, these people um, are essentially permanent government employees. Okay. And they have basically created a shadow government. And I even refer to you to an article we have on the Right Left Chronicles called Shadow Government. I believe we've also got a podcast back there right. about shadow government. Yeah. yeah. And um, it, does, it, it explains a lot of this too, but this book is definitely, if you care what go, goes on in government, you definitely need to read it because let me tell you they're all pulling the wool over our eyes now let's just let's just pull AOC in here for a little minute okay okay now she a month ago she could not afford to get her apartment in DC right right because she hadn't gotten a paycheck yet yeah I, she was I, very I, verbal about this you know I used to be a uh, bartender and I um I don't have money. 
Yeah, okay. she was also waiting for her inauguration, too. <laughs> exactly. So she would have received, she's been in there a month now, she would have received her first paycheck over the sometime over the past week or two. Right. You know, if she's even gotten it. So apparently she's got a place to live. And as I was telling the hammer, oddly enough, last night, I said, now you probably don't notice this because you're not a woman, but the minute I say it, you're going to go, you know, you're right. I said, you know, she's wearing some pricey clothes. (laughs) And a lot of them. You know, whereas when she was running, she was wearing blue jeans and hoodies and T-shirts and um. You know, since Christmas, her wardrobe has been, you know, pretty admirable. Maybe she can afford it. somebody that hasn't gotten a paycheck. Maybe she could afford it because she moved into someone's basement. (laughs) I don't know. Listen to this. Okay, you know, everybody wore white the other night for the State of the Union. Okay. And um, Ocasio was the leader of the pack. Okay. Let me go down the list of her outfit, okay? Hair and makeup, $1,200. Earrings, $1,700. The white cape she wore, $1,500. The t-shirt under the cape, $250. The nails she had on, $250. The pants. $1,500. $1,500. The <laughs> shoes, $1,200. Wow. Okay. This is the one that wants to cremate, mutilate, castrate all billionaires. <laughs> oh. I, you know, I, I like clothes too, okay? Now, I shop on the clearance rack. Um but let me tell you, I'm not sure if my whole closet would add up to this. And I got a lot of clothes. Yeah, that that is, uh, wow, quick to have some money in the bank there. Uh. Very quick. She's become part of, you know, what we're talking about here. Right. And right. In less than a month. Yeah, that's that's pretty speedy for we sure. We can talk about our Green New Deal, that idiotic thing. We'll talk about that next week, I'm sure. But, okay, in 2017, according to a poll, 48% of the American population believed in the existence of a deep state. So the idea is not that far-fetched to everyday, you know, Joe and Jane. Right, right. And I guess I should put one in there called jacks or something um, because we don't want to be too male female <laughs> um, you know possibly no one could have a better position in the US to witness the workings of the deep state than Jason Chaffetz did because he saw a guy not show up for work for more than six months he talks about, and get a paycheck. (laughs) Then when he gets caught and somewhat reprimanded, they allow him to retire with full benefits. (laughs) I mean, he tells stories like this over and over and over again because you basically can't fire people. 
Now, when you work in the private sector, you sometimes have a 401k that the that the place of employment you know will contribute a little bit and you're contributing some most of it and and that's your retirement along with social security some employers back before they all about went broke in these retirement plans would have a retirement plan that they put away a certain amount of money for your retirement and you really didn't have to put anything away. Now, most of the government has both. Ah, very nice. Isn't so, that awesome for them? You oftentimes retire from the government making, you know, you can make 70 to 90% of what you made going to work. Wow without any of the expenses of going to work, you know, because you, you spend extra money going to work, you know, clothes, God, you know, Cassia, she could, she could save a lot by not going to work. Yeah. I didn't, she didn't make that much as a, you know, they so, only make um, 140 some thousand, so. Yeah, I wonder how much she actually gave to a charity or to those people she wants to funnel all the cash She's to. She's so damn sorry for. Yeah. yeah. And what about just, you know, she could have wore a pair of shoes in her closet. Yeah. Okay, that would have been $1,200 to a charity. Yeah, exactly. You know, and a charity, $1,200 is a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. That could mean the difference of staying afloat and in the black and not being in the red. Like so many are. Exactly. Now, under the Obama administration, the federal government grew by 15%. And I remember specifically, not long after he took office, he would have taken office in January of 2009. I read an article in 2010, and we already actually fell under the definition of socialist government. And the reason we did is because more than 50% of the people, the working population, worked for the government. Wow. And tech, and that roster grew by 15% just under Obama. And we went from that not being the case to that being the case. And I remember in the same article, um, the land grab under Obama was just amazing also. So this socialistic movement that is going on in the deep state um, is not new. They're just now strong enough to be able to call it by name. Right. You see, before they wouldn't use that word but the land grab, you know, upping the amount of government employees, you know, they've, they've increased that roster. Um, among other things, you know, they they did a seed grab yeah. right after he took office, you know, and now we've just got the little GMO seeds, but supposedly they've saved all the seeds and these freight train sort of, I don't know, freight cars, I guess you call them, up in Antarctica. So they're, they're kind of frozen there in case we kill a 
too many people with the DMRs. <laughs> you know, but there were a lot of things when I was um, doing this writing project, and I'd kind of forgotten about it, you know, because too many things happen. And as I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready for us to talk about this deep state and the things that went on, um, I believe this deep state really was unleashed under Obama. At one point, they were paying all these farmers to keep the grapes out of the markets. <laughs> Tons of grapes. What? You know, and, and grapes are very healthy foods. Well, they make wine, too. They make wine. What the hell? But there's also a belief <laughs> and, and a very amazing one, and like I said, something that I read about years ago, where if you eat the grape, you know, the peel right, and, and the seed, that this this could actually possibly cure cancer. There, there are guys that say that out there, but they, they, for some reason, they can never get it to the market because it, you know, that's inconvenient. I mean, we make a lot of money off of cancer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big business. You know, um, the prickly pear, we, we've sort of kept that. Don't you dare bring the prickly pear up because it might cure too many things and then we can put the drug companies out of business. Exactly. So there's a lot of that going on. And to me, all of that's deep set. When you have the government so involved in every, every part of your life, that is socialism, it's the deep state at work, it's scary, and we have to stop it. We have got to stop these ridiculous people that live in that tiny little DC place part of the year from doing this. Well, here in Canada, there has been quite a uh, uprising of the yellow vests, and and that's pretty much what this they're is targeting. What the, you're right exactly there. right, and I'm glad you brought that up. I should have brought that up a little earlier. People are tired of it, tired of the bullshit. They are. They are tired of it. They're tired of being lied to. They're tired of people saying, I'm for you, and, and spending, I don't know, I should have added up her outfit, you know, seven $8,000 on an outfit to attend... Um, you know, an evening of um, yeah. a president she doesn't even like talking. You know? <laughs> what would she do if she liked a guy? Yeah, no doubt. How much would she spend on that outfit? I don't know. But it's exactly what the yellow vests are, are, are standing up for. And um, how's that coming along in Canada? And hasn't been a lot of changes. Uh, still some big convoys planned to, down to Ottawa in the coming weeks, I believe. Or coming it's a little months. cold right now, isn't it? Yeah. It's uh, snowing right now as I speak. Snowing on our palm trees here. So it, it's cold. I've seen snow all the way down in California. Palmetto. We had snow and we weren't supposed to get it. We had a little snow last night. Yeah, so sure. um, they're missing the weather a lot lately. Um, yeah, the uh, the Arctic front that that has come down is just uh, frozen Canada solid. There was places that were minus eighty something with the wind chill. Um, that translates to I think triple digits below zero in Fahrenheit. So you know, 
nothing moves when it's that cold. Exactly. So I suspect we will see more of the yellow vests after the cold weather, or at least if it lets up a little bit. Yeah. And and, and I do believe that you're probably going to start seeing uh, something akin to the yellow vest in the United States. We need something. You do because have, we are being duped. We do have a lot of Americans in some of the groups and on Facebook, the LFS groups. They're and they occasionally ask questions, and it, and it's pretty in, interesting to see them trying to wrap their head around some of the the Canadian politics as well. So, you know, there's we've got a big scandal going on right now. Apparently, Trudeau fired his um, basically his attorney general in you know equivalencies and they he he fired her because he told her that uh he wanted this one um shady character to go free in his law case so once you start dipping your nose in the law and firing people because they still want to continue to prosecute some someone not good especially when this company was also busted for a whole bunch of uh, campaign donations to the Liberal Party, uh, where they had um, had their employees donate the money, and then they just paid their employees off. So some hmm. very sketchy, very stuff, fishy, yeah. very sketchy stuff that has just dropped here in Canada in the last day. So we'll we'll see what's going to happen, if anything, you know. And and the way I feel. Probably nothing's going to happen because I know he's he's secure in the deep state. Absolutely, and uh, that's that, pretty that, sad. When you it when is you very that. sad. Um, my dad was a city employee, and as far as city and government went, he was not allowed to tell anybody who he was going to vote for. I mean, and that is federal, national, or state level city level they told them when they hired them we don't want to ever ever know your political leanings hmm okay and uh, Mm. we never want evidence that you make a decision based upon a political leaning and the truth is right now government employees have become political with a radical agenda yeah and they intend to protect at this point more so the democratic Platform, but I, I do say it is not just the Democratic platform, right? It, you know, it is you've got some rhinos, Republicans in name only, that aren't necessarily for the Democratic, but they're for that status quo that lines their pockets. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, they're there for themselves. Let's think about. All the Democratic, you know, we can't even, we don't have time to talk about all of them, but the scandals that have went nowhere. I mean, look at all of Hillary's email, Benghazi, Uranium One. What has happened there? Um, Like uh, nothing. And the Russian dossier. The whole thing is way worse, way worse than Watergate. Exactly. You know, and, uh, you know, she barely, she was barely questioned. Yeah, I know. You know, and, and then she you've got the... She was pretty much I, pardoned before she was questioned, too. 
Well, it's like you said the other day. There were more cops share to Roger Stone's, and let's remind you, a guy with no gun, 66 years old, and never has committed any sort of violent crime. You know, there were more people sent in the middle of the night than was sent to Benghazi exactly. in Libya. Yeah. Plus, they had the CNN crew. (laughs) I mean, you don't put a gay man in a Muslim country where you're not going to protect him because you know what they do? They do just what they did in Benghazi. Yeah, exactly. And and then uh, to have uh, Stone's place filmed by CNN, a big secret oh, yeah. raid, that pretty much tells you CNN's stance on the deep state right there. They're they're totally in bed with them, totally. Absolutely, and that's one of the things that keeps them going because their viewership is just way down. Yeah, you know? I but, agree there. Um, when you're right in the middle of it, you don't. Now, you know, also think about how Lois Lerner and the IRS, they admitted that they went after Republicans. Exactly. The IRS did. And what happened there? Nothing. Nothing. She got to take, she got a 500 grand bonus and and took early retirement with full benefits. And let's think about what's happened recently with the DOJ and the FBI. Who's been fired? You got Peter Stroke, Lisa Page, Andrew McCabe, um, Jim Comey, Jim Baker. And what's really happened? They're all getting full benefits. Yeah. We've just given them a golden parachute, basically. You know, which remember what we said earlier. They have the equivalent of a 401k and a retirement. Exactly. But... Definitely read The Deep State, how an army of bureaucrats protected Barack Obama and is working to destroy Donald Trump um, by Jason Chaffetz. Okay. Well, I can definitely agree that would be a good read for sure. Yep, it is. And uh, we don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening, everyone.